You're listening to the Catholic Bedtime Stories Podcast. Stories from the Bible and stories about saints to help you sleep sweet and sound. Okay, so today we're going to talk about God's providence. That's probably a big word you've never heard before. Providence? Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that word before. No, so providence means that God has a plan. We can always have hope that God knows what he's doing and he has a plan. Sometimes life can get kind of crazy and it might not make very much sense to us. Yeah. Or bad things might happen. Hopefully not. Right. So it means that God always has a plan and we can always oh. trust and have faith that God has a plan of what's going on in our lives. So first I'm going to tell you a story about Joseph in the Bible. Not Joseph, Jesus' dad. This is a different Joseph from the Old Testament. Oh, wait. Okay, so the story of Joseph. Once upon a time, there was a young boy named Joseph. And you know, he had ten older brothers. That is a lot of brothers. Brothers. A lot of brothers. Do you I know? didn't know that yeah. he had that brothers. He had ten older brothers and one younger brother. So eleven brothers total. There were twelve boys in that family. Can you believe it? That's a lot of boys. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> it's not too much, but it was a lot. Joseph's dad thought Joseph was pretty special. In fact, Joseph was his favorite. That's not very nice of his dad to have a favorite, but he did. And Joseph was his favorite. And because Joseph was his favorite, his dad gave him a special coat that had lots of colors. This made Joseph's brothers really upset and jealous. They want, why is Joseph so special? Why doesn't, why don't we all get special fancy coats from dad? That's not really fair, is it? That Joseph was the favorite. And it made his brothers really upset. Yeah, but that's not nice. No. What also really annoyed Joseph's brothers was that Joseph was always telling them about his crazy dreams. And his dreams always would go like something like this. Joseph would say, hey, I had the craziest dream last night. We were all bailing up our our hay and everybody else's hay bowed down to my hay. His brothers would be like, Oh my gosh, do you think that you're better than us? That we should all bow down to you? That you're having these dreams? Do you think you're the best? Or Joseph would say, I had another dream. All the moon and the stars, or no, the moon and the sun and 11 stars, like the 11 brothers, bowed down to me. The sun and the moon and the stars all bowed down to me. His brothers would be like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Do you think you are the king? That everyone's going to bow down to you? Even the moon and the sun? They were so annoyed with Joseph. He was just so aggravating. Well, his brother, Joseph's brothers took care of the family's animals, like their sheep and goats. And Yeah, because, because, we, because shepherds don't want... 
anything bad happening to their sheets. Right, exactly. They, we, they don't want anybody to steal their sheep. Right. So they were out far, far away with the, with the sheep, and Joseph had stayed home. And one day his dad said, You know what, Joseph? I want you to go out and find your brothers and give them a special message and make sure that everything's going okay with the sheep and the animals. And so Joseph made the long journey. He was young, and that was a big journey for Joseph, but, but Joseph was a hard worker, and his dad trusted him. So Joseph went out, and as Joseph was coming up to meet his brothers, his brothers saw him because he had that fancy, brightly colored coat. And his brothers were like, oh, my gosh, here comes Joseph. You know what? I think we should just kill him and lie and tell Dad that he was eaten by animals. That's not nice. No. But Joseph's oldest brother, his name was Reuben, he said, no, we shouldn't kill him. How about we just, um, why don't we just throw him in this ditch and then just leave him? And Reuben said, well, just thought he would just do that, throw him in the pit, and then go back and find Joseph later because Reuben knew that Joseph's dad would be super sad if something happened to him. So Reuben, so that's what they did. When Joseph came up, they threw him and they took off his coat and they threw him in the pit and he was stuck. Joseph said, please help me out. But they wouldn't let him out. So Reuben, the oldest brother whose plan was to go save him, had to go do something else with the other animals. So he left. And while he was gone, some other people from another country were traveling. They were slave traders. A long time ago, people did something bad called slavery where they would force other people to serve them all the time and be their slaves. And so the brothers were like, hey, I have a better idea. Instead of killing Joseph, why don't we sell him to these slave traders and they can just take him away and he won't be annoying to us anymore. And so that's what they did. They sold Joseph to these strangers, these other slave traders. But that's not nice. No, it was not nice. Reuben came back and was like, where did Joseph go? What have you done? He was upset, but it was too late. Joseph had already been miles and miles away with the slave traders. So Joseph went with the slave traders and they sold him to a man named Potiphar in Egypt. So even though Joseph was probably unhappy with this whole situation. He was somebody's slave. He's away from his dad and his little brother Benjamin. But he decided he was gonna he was still gonna have trust that God had a plan. And so he was a hard worker for Potiphar. And eventually Potiphar really liked Joseph and he put him in charge of all kinds of things and it was going really well and actually until Potiphar's wife really liked Joseph too in the beginning, but she asked Joseph to do something bad for her to make her happy. But Joseph was not going to do anything bad. And then Potiphar's wife was really upset that he told her no. So Potiphar's wife told a lie about Joseph. She told Potiphar that Joseph had done something really mean to her, really horrible. And Potiphar was so angry and believed her and he threw Joseph in jail. Oh my goodness, could it get any worse? No, he Poor didn't. Joseph. He First didn't. He's... He didn't. He was not getting 
Like, into trouble. No, but he wasn't getting into trouble. So first Joseph was thrown in a ditch by his brothers. Then he was sold to the slave traders. Then he was sold to Potiphar. And now he's in jail. And he didn't even really do anything wrong. But still, he's like, God has a plan. And he kept being his cheerful, helpful, kind self. And in prison, he actually became friends with the guy, the guard, the prison guard. Oh. And the prison guard even put, started to really like Joseph and saw that he was a hard worker. And he put Joseph in charge of some of the other prisoners even. And one day when Joseph was doing things around the jail for the prisoners, there were two other people in jail. There was a butler and a baker. And they looked upset. And Joseph was like, why are you so upset? And they said, we have had the weirdest dreams, but we don't understand what they mean. And Joseph said, well, why don't you tell me about your dreams? Maybe my God will help me understand them. So the butler told his dream. He said, in my dream, I saw a grapevine with three branches. And as I looked, the branches shot out buds. And the buds became blossoms. And the blossoms turned into clusters of grapes. And I picked the grapes and squeezed the juice into the king's cup. And it became wine. And I gave it to the king, Pharaoh, to drink, just as I used to do when I was beside his table. Joseph said, this is what your dream means. The three branches mean three days. So in three days, the king will call you back out of prison and is going to put you back at your, at your job. And you're going to keep serving him wine just as you did before. So after hearing the butler's good news, the baker said, okay, why don't you tell me what my dream means? <coughs> so then he went and he told Joseph his dream. He said, in my dream, there were three baskets of white bread on my head, one above another. And on the topmost basket were all kinds of roasted meat and food for the Pharaoh. And the birds came and, the, and they ate the food from the basket on my, be- on my head. And Joseph said to the baker, this is what your dream means. I'm sorry to tell it to you, but the three baskets are three days. And in three days, by order of the king... You will be killed on a tree, and the birds will eat your body. Ooh, that is not a good dream, huh? And so that's exactly what happened. The butler was given back his job, and the baker was put to death. So it was many, many, many years later. One day, the king, had a, the pharaoh, had a really bad dream. And he was scared and he was confused by his dream. And he asked people, what does it mean? What does it mean? But nobody knows, knew what it meant. But do you remember the butler who told Joseph his dream? He was like, wait, I know somebody who can tell you what your dream means. His name is Joseph. So Pharaoh called Joseph and Joseph came up to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said, I need someone to interpret this dream. And Joseph said, okay, tell me what your dream and maybe your dream is, and maybe my God can explain it to me. So Pharaoh said, this is how the dream went. First, there were seven healthy fat cows, and then there were seven 
skinny and sickly looking cows. And the skinny and sickly looking cows ate up the fat cows. And then in another dream, there were grains of wheat. And seven of them were nice and big and healthy looking. And seven of them were sickly and small and skinny. And the same thing happened again. The skinny and small ones ate up the fat ones. <laughs> what could this mean? And Joseph said, Wheat doesn't this... eat. <laughs> yeah. Wheat. You're right. Wheat doesn't really eat, but it did in Pharaoh's dream. Dad. Um, and so Joseph said, this is what that means. The seven cows and the seven pieces of wheat mean the same thing. It's, there's going to be seven years. There's going to be seven years of plenty. There's going to be where there's going to be lots and lots of food and lots of harvest. There's going to just be so much to eat. But then after those seven years, another seven years is going to come where there's, the land will be hard to farm and there will be a famine. That means when there's not very much food. So Joseph said, you probably need to find someone who can store all the food when you have those seven years of plenty so that you'll have food for later when you have the seven years of famine. So Pharaoh said, well, since he was so impressed with Joseph and how he was interpreting his dream, that he told Joseph, well, why don't I put you in charge? You be in charge of making sure that we store enough food for the seven years of famine. So Joseph was given all this power. He was like almost second in command to the wow. king. Yeah. I didn't know he had powers. Well, not like power. Yeah, he had, not like powers, like Superman powers. But he, um, he was just in charge of a lot of things. So he oh, was in charge of making. Oh. Yeah, he was in charge of making sure that they took some food when they had all those years of plenty and stored it away, so that when there would not be a lot of food, they would have food. Yeah, because that like when when they don't have enough food. Like when they just have a trouble and they eat it all, the trouble food, they eat it all, and then they don't have any more food, so then they need somebody to take care of them. Right. So those seven years came, and they had lots of food. Joseph stored away lots, and then came the seven years of famine. And guess who came to Joseph? To, the, to Egypt because they were starving. Can you guess who needed his help? It was his 10 older brothers. His 10 older brothers came all the way to Egypt because they were starving. They were having, they didn't have any food back at home. And they didn't recognize Joseph because he was all fancy, dressed up in his new clothes because he was in charge. And they just didn't, it'd been a long time. But Joseph recognized them. He knew they were his brothers. So Joseph decided he was going to play a trick on his brothers to see if they had changed it all since they sold him into slavery. So when his brothers came, they all bowed down to him. Does that remind you of the weird dreams he had where the pieces of hay and the stars all bowed down to Joseph? (laughs) Yeah. No, no, they don't. Silly. That's fine. Or hard okay. to bow to 
to two likes, like 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 hearts chant song or what lights chant stand up or talk. Okay, yeah. So Joseph said to his brothers, I think you guys are spies. He thought his he told his brothers, I think you guys are bad guys. I don't think you're just coming for food. And his brother said, No, we really need food. And Joseph said, no, I can tell. Is this all of you? You're all brothers, all ten of you? And they said, yes, and we have one more brother at home. And, they, and he said, well, I'm throwing you all into jail. I think you're lying to me. But Joseph wasn't trying to get revenge on his brothers. He could have if he wanted to because his brothers were really mean to him, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So Joseph they was... Want, they just wanted to... Yeah, yeah, so I wouldn't blame Joseph if he wanted to do that. But that's not what Joseph was doing. Joseph threw them all in jail, and then he listened to them. And they were saying, this is because we were so horrible to Joseph. And we, what we did, we sold him into slavery. This is our punishment. What will we do? So Joseph decided he would let them go. And he said, you know what? Why, if you, so I can tell you're telling the truth. You can all go, except for one brother has to stay, and you have to bring back the youngest brother. So I know you're telling the truth. And the brother said, but that's our father's next favorite. He already lost his his favorite son, Joseph. Our other brother, Benjamin, is his other favorite. I don't know if he's gonna let us bring him back. And Joseph said, well then, you must be lying. There must not be another brother, and you must be spies. And your brother said, okay, we'll, we'll try. We'll go get Benjamin. We'll bring him back. And so they did. They went back. The nine brothers went back. They went back and convinced their father, Jacob, to let Benjamin come with them back to Egypt. And eventually they finally came back, made the journey with Benjamin. And Joseph decided he would still do one more trick on them. To see if they really had changed. If they really decided they were going to be nice now. So Joseph said, I see that you are not lying. Why don't we have a big feast together? I feel bad that I locked up one of your brothers for a long time. We'll have a big feast. And so they were all eating and having this nice thing. And he said, and I'll send you back with all this grain. And when Joseph, when the brothers weren't looking, Joseph took one of his cups, his gold cups, and he put it in the sacks of wheat that were for his brothers. So then at the end of the meal, they all thanked Joseph and decided to leave. And then they took their sacks, the one that had the gold cup. Joseph put it in Benjamin's sack, the one that was their father's favorite, the next favorite son. They all started to leave and then Joseph said, stop, one of my cups is missing. One of you stole it. But they hadn't really stole it, right? Joseph had hid it in the sack to see what they would do. Yeah. And the brothers were like, no, we didn't steal any cups. We wouldn't steal one of your cups. You gave us all this food. You had this big feast for us. We're not going to steal one of your cups. And Joseph says, okay, prove it. Everybody has to open their sacks of wheat. So they all start opening their sacks, opening their sacks. And... Of course, they find the cup in Benjamin's sack. And Joseph says, oh, see, I knew it. I knew one of you guys was the thief. He, Benjamin, is going to have to stay here in jail with me. 
And the brothers were so upset. They said, no, you can't take Benjamin because he is our father's favorite. And one of the brothers said, let me take, take me instead. I'll stay in place of Benjamin. And then Joseph just couldn't take it anymore. He started crying because clearly his brothers felt bad that they had sold Joseph into slavery. And they had learned and they had become better people. And they cared more about their dad and their brother, even though it was their dad's favorite. And he told them, no one's going to go to jail. No one will be a slave. Do you recognize me? It's me, your brother, Joseph, who you sold into slavery. And then they were, oh my goodness, they were so happy to see that it was Joseph and that he was okay. And then Joseph, and they were all saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry we did this. And Joseph said, you know what? It was really bad what you did, but Look at how it worked out. God had a plan. I had to be here so I could interpret the king's dream. So I'd make sure that we'd have food for everyone for the seven years of famine. And so they were all reunited and Joseph eventually went and saw his dad again. And they lived happily ever after. So you see how in the story, sometimes it seemed like really bad things were happening to Joseph, right? I mean, they were really bad things. He was sold into slavery he was sent to jail. Yeah, but he wasn't and, getting, he wasn't getting like um like into trouble. No, he wasn't getting into trouble. He was But dis- you know, he was disworshiping Noah, not like doing bad things. Right. But yeah. he and even though he bad doesn't things, need to be put in jail. Right. But even though um even though all these bad things are happening to him, he didn't give up. He still trusted that God had a plan. And God did have a plan, right? Because yeah. Joseph needed to be there to tell the king what his dream meant. And so that he could help store all that food for when there was going to be a famine. Oh. So that story is an example of God's providence. How God has a plan. That's and we should have trust was, in his plan. That was a silly story. Because when... When all the stars and the moon and the sun just like bowed down yeah. to Joseph, yeah, yeah that's and a strange dream. dream. And and the hay bowed down yeah. to him. That was a yeah, dream. but remember in the story, all his brothers did bow down to him when he was working for the king, right? So his dream kind of came true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was a strange um, dream for Joseph. Okay, now we're going to read what they're going to read this weekend at church. And it's going to sound, Jesus is going to say some things. So Jesus went up on a mountain and he told everybody a lot of different lessons. And this lesson is going to sound kind of funny because it won't really make sense. You'll see. Um, it. How we have to trust that God has a plan and we have to trust in His providence. Okay, so He's gonna say, He went in the readings, Jesus says, Blessed are they, and that means happy are they. Okay, so happy are you who are poor. Do you know what it means to be poor? Yeah, like these people don't have a lot of clothes or don't have a, no money right. or no clothes or no money. Or um, no other food right, to eat. Right, right. Or think, sweets. Yeah. And you don't think those people would be happy, right? Yeah. Probably not. But Jesus says, happy are those, happy are you who are poor. 
for yours is the kingdom of God. He says, happy are you who are hungry now, for you shall be satisfied. Happy are you who are we- who weep, and he means who are crying. Seems kind of strange. You shall laugh. Happy are you when people hate you, drive you out, are mean to you, denounce your name as a criminal, criminal on the account of my name. Rejoice when that day comes and dance for joy, for then your reward will be great in heaven. <laughs> so that sounds kind of strange, right? That Jesus says, happy are you who are crying. Happy are you who are poor. Happy are you who are going to be treated badly for worshiping me. But he's saying that you should be happy because that means later on God will reward us. Like Joseph. Joseph had to go through all of those horrible things. But then it reward, God rewarded them again. So you have to trust in his, in his providence and yeah. his plan. Mm-hmm. And maybe but we won't was... see what the happy thing is until after we die and go to yeah. heaven. I don't know what's at heaven. No, well, we don't know what's in heaven. Nobody knows yet. Yeah. No, I know. I don't know what heaven looks like, and I haven't seen heaven yet. Nope. Nobody. We have not seen it. I bet it's gonna be great, though. All right. That's all for today. The ready to say prayers. In the, name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners, now fear death. death. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for For the Beatitudes. Thank you for the good stories about Joseph and the coat of many colors. Help us to always trust in God's plan, even if things don't seem that great. God always has a plan, right? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Jesus. Good night, Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Good night. Good night.